Greetings. What you're about to experience is the newest order, the new ruling class, and the best of new releases from top actively performing songwriters and bands, plying their trade around the world and the world of the internet. Welcome to Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo.
Nobody's Girl. Just heard track three from this debut album from this supergroup. Tune called Queen City. The album is called Waterline. Grace Pettis, Betty Sue, and Rebecca Lobey. Hailing from Georgia, Texas, and Alabama. Individually have written amazing songs for years. And friends themselves for about ten years. First meeting at the legendary Kerbal Folk Festival, each winners and originally gained together as a one-time tour, a chance for three friends, like-minded peers, to travel and perform together for a few weeks. WeAreNobody'sGirl.com is the website. They are also on Twitter at Nobody's Girl Band. Nice way to start off this edition of Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. I'm Dan Herman. This is the first of ten albums we're going to hear from 10 different artists that are releasing new material. Music that you'll get to hear on my other show, the long-running Radio Crystal Blue, which is in itself in its 20th year on the internet in the uh, free-form standard. We're presenting music from songwriters like these and bands alike. Website is radiocrystalblue.net. I'm also available on Twitter at Radio CBLUE. So for this time together, I'll tell you a little more about uh, these artists. And firstly, in advance, thanks you for listening to the show and for hearing all older shows, too, which are always available through the website and through other places, too. When I changed uh, RSS feeds some years back, I've actually changed it since. There's a um, number of places to hear Radio Crystal Blue and also RCB Novus Ordo. Some of the popular ones include Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever version of iTunes they have these days, and uh, a number of places, all linked onto the uh, landing page, where it'll display the latest uh, playlist. And also, the uh, homepage gives you more details on how to listen, basically to download, share, and stream the show in full, like you're hearing it right now. You're listening to show number 471. This particular uh, show recorded in mid-November should be out around the 23rd, I would say. And very happy to give you music from the likes of Nobody's Girl and many artists who are busy plying their trade as uh, indie artists and uh, those who are established as well for, uh, for years. And I understand that this trio is planning to do some uh, Christmas music, too. Leading into their uh, next release, tentatively scheduled for late May of next year. In the meantime, they will perform more dates as Nobody's Girl and pursue their individual solo careers. As mentioned, this was supposed to be just a little one-time thing, and they had covered uh, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Quickly created to promote that tour before garnering over 20,000 views on Facebook within days. Coupled with that 20-city tour, they quickly... Within 36 hours upon returning, wrote some songs together and entered the studio with a core band of Austin all-star musicians. On this track, Betty, Sue, and Grace with harmony vocals. Rebecca Lopez takes the lead with this one. David Grissom on guitars. Glenn Fuknag on bass. J.J. Johnson on drums. Ricky Ray Jackson on the pedal steel. And Michael Ramos with accordion and percussion. Across this album, there's pop, rock, and soul, of course, as well as uh, classic folk on here. As mentioned, their debut EP right here is already out on the Lucky Hound label. 
and uh, do look for uh, those uh, Christmas worded songs. It should be out uh, shortly. Once again, the website we are nobody'sgirl.com, nobody's girl band on Twitter. Next up for you all is Kevin Daniel, and uh, his story is this. He started out when he was about five, singing Disney songs into a turkey baster turned microphone. <laughs> a year later, he was enrolled in music lessons, starting with piano and eventually picking up the sax, and by middle school was playing in state symphonic bands, touring with classical horn trios, and singing as hard on any chance he could get. Ultimately, he found his place in the jazz and blues scene in high school and college, also exploring his talents as a guitar player. By the time he graduated from college, he had played in two quartets, four high school orchestras, two jazz and blues bands, one bluegrass band, one punk ska group, and even sang tenor in an acapella group. It was when he moved to uh, New York City in 2013, along with a sudden and unexpected tragedy, he found himself on a path toward an eventual solo career. He had learned that uh, some of his family had been flying back from their mountain house in western North Carolina and their plane had crashed and killing his uh, mom and stepfather. They were adventure seekers and amateur pilots. Kevin would return to North Carolina to help a family business and while reliving his parents' lives through photos, essays, and family stories, he wrote over a dozen songs all fueled by the grief of losing his parents, as well as the celebration of the large lives they were known for. From those songs, he chose six to record, including one written for his parents' memorial service. The result of those recordings was Fly, his inaugural EP, that project recorded in 2014, and has uh, sounds of banjo and uh, three-part harmony, steeped in the sounds of uh, classic and also contemporary country music. Now, after that, he finished his uh, second EP called Myself Through You, recorded in uh, Brooklyn, in New York. And further, this uh, other EP just released called Things I Don't See, which is uh, continuing the theme and the approach musically. Going to hear track six from this album. It's called Jupiter. It's brand new from Kevin Daniel. We're looking at the stars Maybe Jupiter or Mars The only time I've come When I drink till I am numb And one day I'll go too far Sometimes I pray for love My thoughts and all that's gone They say it's pain that makes a man They do
bright at the sight of you Celestial light from the heart of you There's then and then there's Daniel Jupiter. The new CD is called Things I Don't See. On this album, Kevin with vocals and acoustic, John Hummel on the drums, Muddy Shoes on bass, Anthony Crazan on electric guitar, Judd Nielsen on the organ, Eli Chalmer on the trombone, Ben Holmes on trumpet, backing vocals by Shannon Soderlin, Dan Lead with the pedal steel. TheKevinDaniel.com, TheKevinDaniel on Twitter. This is Radio Crystal Blue, Nova Sordo. Here in mid-November 2019, sometimes I can't believe my luck. Luck I kind of have when having done a show like this for close to 20 years in this particular version of RCB for about 15 years now. And having the great honor of uh, receiving and airing the music of one Kinky Friedman, born as Richard Samet Friedman back in Chicago in the 1940s. And you may already know him for being an author of over 30 books and a bunch of albums and insanely great reputation for live music and what's this now <laughs> and how the heck did it come to me well i don't quite know how this got to me but i guess when you have enough connections in this business somehow you you find the music and the music finds you and in this case well i guess one of my many pr contacts got me this uh new album from the kingster called resurrection and the story in brief if i could somehow condense all this stuff about Kiki is uh is this he was born to jewish parents and both of them children of russian jewish immigrants and when he was young his family moved to a ranch in uh kerbal and they opened a summer camp called echo hill and kinky had an early interest in both pop music and chess and was chosen at age seven as one of the 50 local players that challenged american grandmaster samuel Rashevsky to play simultaneous games in houston samuel had won all 50 games but kinky was definitely the youngest competitor he graduated from high school in Austin, majored in psychology in college, and during his freshman year, he was given the nickname Kinky because of his curly hair. He was in the Peace Corps, teaching in uh, Indonesia, and during that time, he met a future road manager of his, Dylan Ferrero, with whom he still works. Kinky these days lives at Echo Hill Ranch. He founded Utopia Animal Rescue Ranch, also near Kerrville, whose mission is to care for stray, abused, and aging animals. More than a thousand dogs have been saved from animal euthanasia. He formed his first band, a band that poked fun at surf music, and recorded just one song back in 1966. It's probably so obscure you may not be able to find it on Spotify or anywhere else. You may have heard of his band, the Texas Jew Boys, which Manny took to be a play on the name of the famous band Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. And we're talking 1973 here. And in keeping with the band's satirical nature, each member had a comical name, and, uh, well, <laughs> some were colorful than others. And they drove a, uh, a tour bus, basically a Cadillac, with 10-year-old expired license plates and a propensity to break down. <laughs> well, arriving on the wave of country rock, following on from the likes of Graham Parsons, uh, the Eagles and such, 
Kinky originally found cult fame as a country and western singer. His big break came in 1973 thanks to Commander Cody, who contacted Vanguard Music on his behalf. He released a solo album the next year and then toured with no less than Bob Dylan in 1975 and 76. And uh, his repertoire mixing social commentary and maudlin ballads and his now patented raucous humor. And of course, you probably know some of the more famous songs he's done over the years. And uh, he uh, taped an Austin City Limits show back in 1975, which never aired. The first and only time the show's long history that an episode still hasn't been shown to the public since. It was that offensive. And I mentioned Dylan. Well, you know, in those days, Dylan had uh, the Rolling Thunder Review Tour, and uh, Pinky had joined uh, Dylan on the second leg of that tour. He was even a musical guest on Saturday Night Live. And I think their second season, 1976, played the Grand Ole Opry uh, some years later. And uh, as for recent events, there was a compilation of uh, his songs with contributions by Dwight Yoakam, uh, Willie Nelson, La Lovett, and Kelly Willis. And as for more recent events, you may recall he even uh, did some books, a whole bunch of books. After his music career stalled, he started writing detective novels, books with similarities to his song lyrics, featuring a fictionalized version of himself solving crimes in New York City of all places, adding in some jokes, wisdom, recipes, and plenty of Jameson's whiskey. Written in a straightforward style, which uh, kind of has like a Raymond Chandler pulp fiction sort of a, a bent to them. And he also wrote a regular column for the magazine Texas Monthly, which was suspended during his run for governor of Texas. Yes, he did try to run for governor, as well as uh, agriculture commissioner. And I can go on, there's just so much more I can tell you, but we got to get to the music. That's what we're here for, right? Well, the new album is called Resurrection. And this tune I got to play because I had um, made mention of the subject of this song some time back when I had uh, spun music by Buzz Kaysen, who had uh, worked with um, somebody named uh, Billy Swan. You remember that song, uh, I Can Help, back in the uh, 70s? Kind of a throwback to uh, the Buddy Holly uh, approach to uh, music and uh, it was uh, Buzz and uh, Billy doing the music of uh, Buddy Holly. Good stuff. You'll recall I aired that earlier this year. Well, this tune is called Me and Billy Swan. It's from the new Resurrection album from the legend that is Kinky Friedman. As you walk down Music Road, you won't find Billy Joe. He had lost a little soul. It's lost a little soul. Dear Hazel, it's a shame. You gave them all their name Now they all sound the same They all sound the same And down the lonely hall Once walked the great Tom Paul one who started it all 
about the kinkster kinky friedman me and billy swan from the new resurrection album kinkyfriedman.com k-i-n-k-y-f-r-i-e-d-m-a-n and you can find him on twitter at kf cigars speaking of cigars and other stuff he also has his own brand of tequila called man in black tequila i think it's 100 percent blue agave if i'm not mistaken Longtime musical partner Larry Campbell does a bunch of uh, uh, instruments on this album. Lincoln Schleifer on bass, Dennis McDermott on drums, Bill Payne on keys, and backing vocals by the likes of, well, Larry and Doc Elliott and Willie Nelson. Somewhere in there, too. Good stuff, huh? Well, there's more to it where that came from here on RCB Novus Ordo. And uh, this artist is uh, touring with Kinky in a very short order. A group that is actually doing its uh, last series of shows, in fact, of their uh, their long career, being a major player in Austin for nearly 50 years, 
known as Greasy Wheels. That's uh, G-R-E-E-Z-Y Wheels. And their last album just being released. It's called Ain't Quite Like That. <laughs> and uh, their story is this. They are members of the Austin Music Hall of Fame. They were once deemed the Grateful Dead of Texas. They have recorded what many are calling already their finest ever studio album. Nine tunes written by uh, this gentleman named uh, Cleve. That would be uh, Cleve Hattersley. And arranged by the entire band, complemented by two uh, covers. This disc, taking on a trip to the gilded age of great jams and beautiful melodies and poignant lyrics. Current band members pay homage to all the uh, former members who have gone before, and Cleve, spreading his wings on guitar and slide guitar, joined on the top end of the sound by his wife Sweet Mary on fiddle, Bush on drums, bassist Brad Hauser, and keyboardist Matt Hubbard and Coleman Bird, along with backup vocalists Lisa Hattersley, Penny Joe Pullis, and a real core sound. Penny Joe has been a band member for 20 years, and John, Brad, and Matt were members of Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. And there's a lot more to it. Also, coinciding with the release of the album is Cleve's tell-all book, Life is a Butt Dial. <laughs> with a forward by the Kingster. Indeed. So, um, yes. An, amb an ambitious release and sadly the final release for uh, this band as the, uh, well, at least the principal duo Going to be doing some shows together, and uh, I believe uh, Kinky will be uh, part of the bill with those, too. Well, let's see what they're all about here. This is track four from the new album. It's called I Am The Fire from Greasy Wheels. Set your goal 
Disseminate all this. Vocals were from Cleve and Lisa Hattersley, Penny Joe Polis and John Bush. Violins, uh, let's see, violin by Sweet Mary Hattersley. Keys by Matt Hubbard and Coleman Berg. Drums by John Bush. He also does percussion. Brad Hauser on bass. Baritone sax by Brad Hauser. Matt Hubbard with trombone and harmonica across this album. Website is greasywheels.com. That is G R E E Z Y wheels. You're listening to Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo. Dan Herman here with you with the uh, halfway point here upon us. As I remind you that I'm taking inquiries for um, CDs and downloads to be heard on this program and also for the main program itself. If you'd like to know how to submit music, or um, if you know an artist who has music, brand new music, they'd like to have uh, debuted, keep listening. I'll give you details on, on my roles and where to send everything. Just like Miss Bix and the Blues Fix have done here with this uh, album called We Don't Own the Blues. Concept of this collection of songs inspired 
by the very crossroads of the blues in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Miss Bix is Leslie Bixler, who spent several months there, taking in the culture and learning the blues from the roots itself. And it's got a great sound all its own. Along with Leslie and co-producer Ralph Carter, who has worked in the past with Eddie Money and Sugar Ray Rayford, they bring bass, percussion, guitar, and keys to many of the songs, with uh, folks whose credits include Bruce Hornsby, Van Morrison, Steve Miller, Paris Slim, and others. Leslie herself has been writing, recording, and performing since her early 20s. Her first international record, Make It Right, was released on Syndrome Records, under her maiden name, Leslie Letvin, did very well in the smooth jazz category. At that time, she was collaborating with her talented husband, Bill Bixler, of the Wild Blue Band and Nightclub. She would move back to Los Angeles, and the couple produced and self-released Porcupine, which she sells at gigs and on uh, several websites. She would soon turn her attention to kids' music, spending several days a week doing music circles with preschool-age children. It was there that she wrote and test-ran several kids' songs, which attracted the attention of no less than Dick Van Dyke and the drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chad Smith, whose child was in her class. She produced two albums, Moon Food with Dick Van Dyke and Rhythm Train with both Dick and also Chad Smith. She toured with them, promoting those albums, and received notable press from many celebrities and publications, and won a Parents' Choice Award. And once her son grew up, her yearning for a new musical start led her to Clarksdale, where she fell seriously in love with the blues. And now, you know the rest of the story. This is the opening track of the album. It's called Follow Me Down. Sounds like this.
Like a tiger, hungry and growling Like the wind that's always howling A shooting star blazing over the sky An old heartache getting ready to die And that's how much and the blues fix follow me down from the new album we don't own the blues ralph carter on guitars and bass john thomas gt with the b3 brian calway on the harmonica gary malver on the drums MissBix.com, my ssbix and leslie bixler on the twitter we're about halfway home now here on RCB. Novus Ordo. Novus Ordo stands for a new order. I've got a few more albums for you, about five more exactly. Reminding you that you can hear this program anytime you wish to hear uh, great quality indie music. And as we heard from previously, a lot of established artists as well find a way here as well. And um, you can listen through Spotify, iTunes, Anchor.fm is a great place, and they're responsible really for getting the show into more podcast platforms and such. Lots more if you go to RadioCrystalBlue.net. While I'm here, hey, there's a program that I want to share with you. I plan to do just a few more shows in 2019. Uh, one that I, well, two more, besides the one you listen to right now, which Probably in early and mid-December, I'll be uh, doing those programs to round things out, along with the standard show. And that last show of the year will be more of a holiday edition. I'm still taking inquiries for those. Let's see. Go back to Texas. And music from Weldon Hansen. He's been working his way into the musical ranks across the uh, Lone Star State. Staying true to the traditions of Texas country with lyrical tales of heartache, dance halls, open roads, family traditions, and hometown lifestyles. He delivers the 
modern day working man storyline as lyrics just like the legends who have come to Austin before him. Following in the idea of going against the Nashville sound, his um, band can be found touring the historic dance halls across Texas. He has gained significant acclaim for the past 10 years with his uh, Texas honky-tonk style. His musical upbringing was in Humboldt, Texas, and it was while he served in the Air Force that he turned to the guitar and his passion for playing music. And he was about 19 or so. Quoted for his website, he says, At the time, I was learning to play guitar, and I did so by playing and singing my favorite Hank Williams and Johnny Cash songs. Needless to say, I caught the bug right then, and never looked back. Now to have the major proclaim a day in honor of me is pretty cool. I take time to reflect on the 10 years, thousands of gigs, and five CDs I've written and co-produced, all of which would have never been possible and would have never made the move to Austin in the first place. End quote. Indeed, there was a day uh, named for him. It was back on uh, February the 25th, Weldon Henson Day, there in Austin, as he joined the noted local ranks of many local legendary artists. Let's see what the uh, fuss is about. We'll give you a track number eight from this uh, new release, the album called Texas Made Honkatonk. It's called, titled Sleep All Day. It's new from Weldon Henson. Sleep all day. 
Himmy talking. Now, what's that? Weldon Henson. That tune called Sleep All Day. Website is WeldonHenson.com. W-E-L-D-O-N-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. Weldon Henson on the Twitter as well. He's on vocals, acoustic, and electric guitar on this album. Ricky Davis on the pedal steel. Clint Short on the drums. Joe Jerkins on electric guitar. Trey Kincaid on bass. Dennis Lutger on fiddle. Riley Osborne on the keys. Drew Womack with harmony vocals, and Mr. Lloyd Maines on acoustic and the baritone guitar. Good stuff, as promised. Let's see what's next here. Got a special uh, artist right here, courtesy of a very special and legendary artist himself. Her name is Kelsey Walden. Over the past seven years, her life has changed drastically. Since she moved to Nashville, She's found her place in a very supportive artist community, releasing two albums, playing with some of music's biggest names, and touring nationally. She even made her debut performance on the Grand Ole Opry, and already been bestowed with one of Nashville's highest honors, playing the historic Station Inn, which was the go-to spot from the, in the 70s, where post-opera jam sessions were hosted by legends like Jimmy Martin, Bobby Osborne, and Bill Monroe. She was born in Ballard County in Kentucky, close to the Ohio River and the Mississippi, in a very small, unincorporated community called Monkey's Eyebrow. <laughs> it's a destination spotlighted in media, but this little town is about as rural America as it gets. Her roots in the bluegrass state go back over ten generations, from tobacco farmers to cattle raisers and a general cast of strong-spirited characters. She took notes from a wide variety of artists in uh, bluegrass and uh, blues and classic songwriters like uh, John Prine and Bob Dylan, Towns Van Zandt and such. She picked up the guitar about age 13. She faced a multitude of obstacles during her adolescence, though music always remained a constant source of stability in her life, and she crafted a distinct sound that meets at the juncture of classic country, bluegrass, soul, R&B, and rock and roll. Quoted for her website, she says, I wasn't one of those kids that applied for college or probably even took it very seriously upon graduating high school. I wanted to do things my own way, so I didn't go to college, and I moved to Nashville on a whim, really. End quote. She would end up in college anyway later, studying songwriting and music business, and became the first person in her family to graduate college. While working toward her degree, she played gigs at any bar that would let her in the door and on the stage. After graduating, 
She continued to play local dive bars and venues, including the Palace, where she also worked as a bartender. Her traction skyrocketed with the release of her debut LP, The Goldmine, back in uh, 2014. The album was named one of Rolling Stone's 10 New Artists You Need to Know. By the time her next album hit called I've Got Away, she was already establishing herself as one of the founders of the female pioneered Twang Revival, quickly redefining the modern country music narrative. And with all of that acclaim follows this, a new album called White Noise, White Lines, and she has the honor of being the very first artist signed to John Prine's label called Oh Boy Records. We're going to hear the title track of this album. It's brand new from Kelsey Walden.
Kelsey Walden. White Noise, White Lines is the title track of her new album. K-E-L-S-E-Y-W-A-L-D-O-N dot com. And Kelsey underscore Walden on Twitter. On this album, she's on vocals and acoustic. Alec Newnham on bass. Nate Felty on drums. Brent Resnick on the pedal steel. And Mike Khalil doing virtually everything else on this album. Good stuff, huh? Let's see what I've got next here. Here's an artist that I had actually spun music of a number of times on this program. Her name is Deborah Cowan. A new EP at last called Greening the Dark. Some quick facts about her. She left a career in education to pursue a career as a folk singer. She held the Monday night residency at Sandy Bell's Bar, the premier folk music club in Edinburgh in Scotland. Her music's been included in many compilations and has worked with many prominent musicians like Brooks Williams, Bill Cooley, and Dave Maddox. She was also the AFM Local 1000 American Vice President 2011 to 2016. She was once asked what kind of songs she writes. Her reply, quote, bad ones. <laughs> Besides, there are so many good songs out there written by others, and they should be sung. She performs a cappella and also with guitar, with a great vocal. And she demonstrates her ability to interact with her audience, as we've heard in her previous albums, like the live album Among Friends. And when she was younger, she idolized Julie Andrews and, in her teens, discovered Jethro Tull and the Steel Ice Band. And when she was 21, she needed escape out of a small Midwestern town, so she threw darts in the map and ended up in Northern California attending college, singing in bars, and eventually worked as a middle school math teacher. She continued her discovery of folk with singers like Maddie Pryor and Ray Fisher in the uh, British Isles. She started performing in California and began touring in 1998, frequently performing here in the States and the United Kingdom. That led her where she is now, a full-time singer who bridges the old and the new with a refreshing stage presence. She shared the stage and sung with artists as varied as Colm Sands, Tretfeuer, and Saikon. For several years, she has joined her friend John Roberts for a number of tours and another recent CD called Ballads Long and Short. What I've got here for you is her latest. It's uh, six songs and uh, under the title Greening the Dark. This is the uh, closing track on the EP. It's called Scarecrow. Brand new from Deborah Cowan. See the barley moving as the mowers find their pain. See the line advancing with a steady, timeless grace. There's passion in their eyes and honor in their face. As they scythe down the castles and the courts, smell the smoke of stubble as the harvest is brought down. 
Deborah Callan, Scarecrow from the new EP, Greening the Dark. Good personnel on this album here. The aforementioned Dave Maddox handling the drums, cymbals, percussion, keys, kitchen sink, whatever it takes. Duke Levine on guitars and banjo. Richard Gates on bass. Joyce Anderson on the fiddle. And John Roberts adding the Anglo concertina and tom palance on the flugelhorn on this one debracowan.com is d-e-b-r-a-c-o-w-a-n debracowan music on twitter a couple more albums for this edition of rcb novus ordo i did promise to get you some details about how to send music to me for future editions of the show and of course for the main program as well Music must have a 2019 or 2020 release date. Music absolutely must be from active performing artists. And uh, CDs get featured on this program while any downloads I receive are 
resigned to the uh, main show itself. Here's the address. Dan Herman, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310 Bundrant Drive, unit number 809, in Killeen, in Texas, 76543. Once again, Dan, D-A-N, Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310 Bundrant, B-U-N-D-R-A-N-T, Drive, number 809, in Killeen, K-I-L-L-E-E-N, Texas, 76543. I'm also taking inquiries from websites that build and distribute electronic press kits. Those websites are sonicbids.com and musicsubmit.com. We go through these uh, EPKs and we pick out the artist that we feel best represents the best that you should be listening to on the show. We'll get to our final two albums and go to a gentleman named Grady Shaver and I don't know much about this gentleman. He actually is not an active performer on stage but I do know he specializes in melodic upbeat music. Uh, These are all uh, instrumental sounds he does and I see he has credits that go to uh, CMT uh, TV series like The Hurt Game, Trick My Watt, which I think has to do more with uh, trucks and machines, Uh, American Justice, Save Our Streets, and others. He received uh, a Grammy nomination last year for Outstanding Music Direction and Composition for Underscore Work on Blaze and the Monster Machines on the uh, Nickelodeon channel. He mentions uh, briefly here in the liner notes that uh, he's had some struggle here. He says, this album was a joy to make. A personal milestone. Wearing all the hats required to get this music from my head and heart to the finished product has been no small endeavor, but it's been a great learning experience and a labor of love. A few of these ideas have been rolling around in me for a few decades, while others in have bubbled up fresh. So this album contains a healthy mix of past and present with nights toward the future. Some were inspired by crushing heartache and impossible loss, and a few by disillusionment with events, circumstances, people, and myself. Most of this music personally reflects my spiritual development from swirling the drain as an alcoholic addict, finding the seeds of great truth and meaning at my rock bottom. It's where I am today, after many years of challenges and life-affirming milestones. So, we'll hear uh, a track from this album called The Climb. We'll give you a track number six. It sounds good. It's called Passing Through. It's brand new from Grady Shaver.
Grady Shaver, passing through from the new album, The Climb. Grady, writing all the songs and uh, doing all guitar, bass, MIDI instruments, recording and mixing of this effort. GradyShaver.com is G-R-A-D-Y-S-H-A-W-V-E-R.com. We'll close things out here with music from Ella Dawn Jenkins, also known as Ella Harp. She's a blues pop songwriter and harpist based around San Francisco, armed with a fresh take on contemporary blues, pushing the harp out of the genre constraints that it finds itself in and doing things a little differently. Since the release of her album called Who Asked You Back, she has toured seven states and a province with over a hundred live performances from Bay Area festivals and radio to Irish pubs in Honolulu to the, the legendary Bitter End in New York City, and even opened for Grammy-winning singer Mia, or Maya, I think, M-Y-A, at Music Box in San Diego, and showcasing at Canadian Music Week this year in Toronto. Here's some of her history and her words. She says, Technically, I was born in a horse trough, filled with water, in my grandparents' broad beach home in Malibu. Technically, my mother was by herself, because who really needs doctors for these trivial types of things? My paternal grandfather, composer, conductor, arranger Gordon Jenkins, had bought this home in the late 40s to get away from the crowds in L.A. A few years later, a family moved in down the street. My mother's father, Bill Bulgate, was a saxophonist, and studio musician and band leader at Disneyland, Carnation Plaza, and the two musicians held a mutual respect for each other. Years later, Bill's youngest daughter and Gora's youngest son became my parents, the boy and girl next door. When I was eight, after moving to the mountains and many run-ins with horses and teepees and goats, I began taking harp lessons. My sister played as well, and every week on Friday for eight years, my mom drove us nearly a hundred miles each way to my teacher's house and back. My love for traditional music took me all the way to Glasgow where I knew a grand totally of absolutely no one, on an unconditional acceptance to the RSAMD, now RCS, and a Scottish harp and Gaelic song. Three years later, and a final year studying Gaelic at the quaintest college in the world, I returned home, a pasty shade of gray, and dying for sunshine and vitamin D. I built a very small house on a trailer during 2011 and 2012, and moved myself up to the Bay Area, what I find to be the happy medium between Scotland's saga unpredictability in L.A.'s burning fire of death. <laughs> These days, I am a full-time musician touring with a small harp I designed to fit in the overhead bin of an airplane, eight states, one province, and counting. <laughs> she also says that her grandfather, Gordon, wrote the song Crescent City Blues, which apparently Johnny Cash shamelessly ripped off for his classic Folsom Prison Blues. Hmm, now there's an interesting story. Let's see what Ella has here on track 5. It's called The Widow of Glasgow Green. It's on the new album, Who Asked You Back? It's from Ella Harp. Oh, oh, oh. 
Well, she was small, God knew only five foot two, but she stood and held her own. He just laughed in her face and at her silk and her lace said, Honey, you're all alone. Glasgow Green from the new album Who Asked You Back? E L L A H A R P dot com. Ella Harp Music on Twitter. She has Ella Don Jenkins on the harp and vocals, Sam Egan on the electric guitar, Tristy Blackall on cello, and No Cervantes on the bass. Nice way to close things out here on Radio Crystal Blue. Novus Ordo here for the middle of November 2019, as I remind you that. Got two more shows to give you. One that I should be publishing uh, early and also mid-December. And really working to get some new material for all of you to feature on this program. And of course, eventually on Radio Crystal Blue itself. The freeform standard that I'm proud to say is in the 20th anniversary year on the internet. As mentioned, shows are available to download, stream, and to share in Website, of course, is RadioCrystalBlue.net. Twitter is Radio CBLUE. Details for hearing and the way you're listening to right now and other podcast platforms available at the landing page and the homepage itself. And thanks to DJ Flower Dove for her assistance with the production. And uh, we'll see you next time as we have uh, a few more shows to go into uh, the remaining weeks and days of this year. Thanks so much for listening. Do take care. Namaste.